And now, a brand new episode of Script to Screen Spotlight here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard. Welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen Spotlight here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Alan Mahana, and uh, yeah, you heard a little bit of music, which you weren't technically supposed to hear right now. Uh, slight mishap here. It's all good. Today, we're talking television. We're talking about uh, the beautiful, uh, amazing uh, golden age of TV that we are experiencing today. Uh, we've always said that Script to Screen is, is a platform to talk about the film and television industry, and we haven't really had a chance to fully discuss and talk about the TV industry. So this is what we're going to be doing today. And I am saying we because, as always, joining me in the studio is the solo to my Chewbacca, the co-captain, the one and only Hod Solo. Hey, 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 buddy. How's it going? It's going. It's Friday. It's Friday. I love Fridays, man. T-G-I-F. Fridays are so much. Okay, no. I don't know. No, let's, um, not, let's not sing. You know, TGIF used to be an ABC. It was. It used to be like a um, uh, a thing for Friday night comedy lineup on uh, ABC, which is a network in the U.S. Yep. And now they switched it to TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday, okay. and it's the uh, on Thursday you get uh, scandal. You used to get scandal before it ended, but you get uh, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder, and Station Nineteen, which is like a spinoff of Grey's Anatomy now. Look, I did. I did not know that. But yeah, well, I know, it's, it's Stevie. I know the restaurant chain, but yeah, that's pretty much it for TGIF. But yeah. TGI Fridays. Yeah, that's a good restaurant chain. It's not good not available here anymore. Ah, sad story. Actually, in in the U.S. Uh, as well, it's it, not a lot of. Uh, um, it's not as. Uh, yeah, present. it's not as present as it used to be. Um, but we're not here to talk about restaurants. We're here to talk about television and uh, serialized content. Um, I'm a big fan of the TV series. How about you? Massive fan. Yeah, I I'm, mean, I'm, I'm such a like, big big fan that I, I really get like ticked off when uh, I, I can't watch a specific show because yeah, I'm watching yeah. another show. And there's again, we there's always so say much this. content there right is, now. It's, it's too uh, much to watch. It's crazy. Yeah. Completely. How much content there is. Um, and how to keep up and what to watch. Yeah, I mean, it only makes it way more difficult to keep up. Uh, uh, you know, I, I always say when you give an audience, uh, when you give an audience so many options, uh, um, the audience gets confused. I think the less options an audience has, the better. Um, but right now, there's so much content. There's so much good content. Some mediocre content, um, but it, it is this second age or second coming of, and I'm going to say serialized content. I'm not going to say television because a lot of the serialized content isn't necessarily on TV. Yeah, it it's on, on uh, you know, Netflix. It's on Hulu. It's on Amazon Prime, uh, Crackle. There's so much. You've got Facebook Watch. Uh, you've got YouTube Red. Cobra Kai, um, you know, uh, it's, it's a lot. There's so much content out there, so much good content. We can't wait to unpack it. We can't wait to start talking about it. What was or what were some of your favorite TV shows growing up? I, I watched a lot of things growing oh, up. Oh, me too. Me too, me too, me too. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember what probably like 
early TV shows I watched, probably Knight Rider. Oh, nice. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Um, Kit. Yep. I, I, I used to watch it in French, so... I, I forgot if it was also called Kit or it had a different name. Oh, I'm not. I wouldn't be able to help you there, yeah, my friend. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, the, I'm, I'm gonna get. I don't know. The Cosby Show. I used to. I used to watch that as a kid. Oh, I, I, I mean, I still watch that to this yeah, day. It's, it's, it's a great it show. Really I mean, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I like separating a character, uh, uh, um, an actor's uh, uh, career from their personal life. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever Bill Cosby has done in his personal life is his own. You know, thing. Uh, I love the show, and the show yep. is revolutionary in its time. Yep. Um, and uh, beautifully done, beautifully executed. Mm-hmm. It still puts a smile on your face. It still makes you smile. So uh, I was a big fan of it as well. Yeah, uh, different strokes with uh, yes. Gary Coleman. Uh, a bit later on, Baywatch. <laughs> I mean, we had You're no, such a Chandler. We, we had we had no internet in Lebanon, so that was the closest thing to seeing girls run around on the beach. Okay. Uh, those are like kind of early shows, and yeah, then yeah. and then you know it kind of evolved with time to to shows like Twenty Four, to Breaking yeah. Bad, Game of Thrones, and so on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But like as an early shows, uh, Golden Girls, yeah, that used to be such a fun show. But I, I think mostly comedies, sitcoms were, were what I used to watch. Yeah, at I can. A I can I'm, age. I'm starting to see the 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 pattern, the pattern here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of uh, serious kind of shows. They came along. Later on. Later on. Yeah, yeah I was a big, uh, I, I loved Home Improvement growing yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Home Improvement was one of my favorites. Boy Meets World, another one that I, I was a big fan of. Um, uh, I, I was a big cartoon kid, so I used to watch a lot of cartoons. So Gargoyles used to be a series that, I, you know, yeah. I haven't missed an episode. I still own the whole thing. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, Where in the World is Carmen Diego, Dexter's Laboratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon, um, you know, <laughs> I was never a fan. So. Oh, I was a huge Pokemon fan growing up. So, I mean, uh, those were kind of the serialized content, but as far as like live action, it was a lot of home improvement, Boy Meets World, smart guy. Um, you know, those were the kind of the shows that I was, I was growing up with uh, again, uh, family oriented sitcoms. Yeah. Um, I, I think both of us probably friends. Oh yeah, I mean, because it started a long time ago. It's it did start a long time ago, but I I didn't watch it when it was on, so I oh, got into okay. Friends post it oh, I, okay. uh, going off the air. No, I used to watch it on TV. I used yeah, to no, wait was, for it weekly. Yeah, and I was um, uh, no, I was sheltered okay. from the from the innuendo jokes and all that stuff. Okay. I guess growing up, uh, I was I was way you know I was into being a kid, honestly. Okay. Um, so I, I wasn't watching Friends when it was on the air. When I started growing up, that's when, you know, right. uh, I was almost like a teenager when I started mm. really getting into Friends and, and watching Friends. Um, but yeah, I mean, those were, I mean, uh, again, li- like we said in, in the opening of the episode, uh, of this episode, um, we're we're both big fans of, of serialized content. We're yeah. both big fans of, of, of TV shows. So, uh, that was it, basically, uh, growing up. What what TV shows really got you addicted to TV shows, though? Because, I, I mean, we used to watch them when we were younger, yeah. but I don't think we were as addicted as we are today. I, I'll tell you what the mother of all addictions was, where, where you know, I got hooked on TV shows. It was 24. Oh, me too! Yeah. Me too, me too, me too. 24, I would watch uh, see, uh, on DVD, and I would watch one episode, the next, the third, the fourth, and it would be 2 a.m., and I would start getting confused as to who the characters were, 
But I would keep on watching, and and then sometimes I'd sleep for a few hours and wake up before I go to work, watch a couple of episodes. I had to watch twenty four and almost twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, I, it I would hear you. Not, it would not work you. any other way, and I, that that's where you know I got into watching more serious and more interesting serialized kind of content. Serialized yeah. content. Uh, yeah, I mean it's the same for yeah. me. Uh, I got into twenty four. I didn't. We um, when twenty four was on. Uh, when my family, because it became like a family tradition, we used to sit down and watch the episode together when it was on the air because we were living in the U.S. when it was on the air. Okay. So uh, uh, you were watching it kind of on DVD, so yeah. almost like a little later, yeah. we were watching it live, um, mm. which kind of almost gets us into the next topic. Yeah. Sort of. But yeah, I know what you like. Um, uh, but we got into 24 in season three. Okay. So we had to go back and watch seasons one and two. Oh, okay. After watching season three and then four, four on, we were watching live. Okay. I mean, um, we never missed an episode. I uh, know. I started from the first season, season first on, episode yeah. onwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that was a show that kept us on our toes. It yeah. was what really got me into or I guess open my eyes into the, the potential of serialized content or telling a story True. over the course of a bunch of different episodes. And over a specific amount of time. Yes, yeah, specifically because 24, I mean, if, if you guys don't know what, what the concept of 24 was, the show is about a, a, a counter-terrorism unit, a CTU. Absolutely. Um, and an entire season essentially occurs within 24 hours. Yep. So uh, you had, you know, like the following happens in real time, days, you know, yeah. like, uh, the, the following uh, events. Yeah. 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 The following, the following episode uh, takes place between 8am and 9am, yeah. uh, you know, events occur in real time. And then the doops. Yeah. Yup. 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 And yeah, you know, like, and the beeping of the clock yeah. and everything. I mean, the whole structure of the show yeah. was just pure genius. And then you had the picture in picture yeah. to kind of speed up time and it made you, it made it more intense. And, and then we have your boy, Jack. Yes. We have Jack Bauer. Yes. Ether Sutherland. Yeah. Magnificent character. Magnificent. Ah, amazing, 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 iconic character that could, that will go down in history. Um, so speaking of getting addicted to, to, to serialized content, are you more of a binger or are you more of a weekly episode kind of person? It depends on what I watch. Ah, so it depends on the show for yeah, you. Yeah, it depends okay. on the show. So a show like uh, Walking Dead, I will probably wait for the whole season to finish and then, and just then I'll binge watch it. it. Yeah. Okay. But shows like Game of Thrones, uh, I'll watch on a weekly basis because... You live in an era where anyone spoils anything. On okay, the so you, but you are watching it due to spoil due, uh, to avoid spoilers. Yeah, if if I could wait. Okay. If okay, so if there's no internet and right, blah, so blah, that's I'm that's what I'm basically saying. Are you more of the? Are you? Would you rather watch the show, the serialized content? Would you rather watch it all in one go? Okay. Or would you rather watch I, I it would, weekly? Okay. If I had the choice, I would watch it in one. So go. So you are a binger. Yeah, I okay. am a binger. Okay, because because shows are a bit complicated, and I have memory issues, I guess. <laughs> and who's that character? And who's that? So if I wait one week to watch a show, and then there's a minor character who becomes a major character, I'll forget the names. And so, so I like watching everything okay. at once, and and thinking of the whole thing as a whole package and a whole entity. Uh, is it healthier to watch it week to week? I don't really know, but but that's how I enjoy watching my shows. How, how about you? I'm more of a week to week person. Oh, okay. I like. I mean, okay. So, due to my schedule, binging is slowly seeping into, uh, um, uh, into my programming. But it, it's not binging a one one show. It's watching several episodes of 
multiple shows. Okay. But I am more of a, I'll, I like the weight. I like having that gap of, of kind of the cliffhangers and the suspense and the fact that you have to wait until the following week. And that for me, this is what excites me about serialized content. I think what Netflix has done, cause I think Netflix was the first, uh, with house yeah. of cards. It was the first kind of series that went here are all the episodes. Yeah. And for me, that kind of, it, it's, it breaks in the tradition of the suspense and having to wait and nothing killed me more than reaching the end of a 24 episode or an episode of 24. And then you yeah. get that, you know, that final uh, uh, and that it's black mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I have to wait for another week. You know, that for me, that excitement, uh, I can't live without it. Like, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I think I w- will hurt people around <laughs> me. My mood will shift. I'll be cranky. I mean, Avengers 4, I you have no idea how I think about it every day. And that's You're like movie. really pissed that it ended yeah, the way like it I want to I want to know what's happening next. I want to watch the the freaking movie. Oh, so, man. so I'm not a patient person when it comes to that. Uh, yeah, patience yeah, yeah. is a quality of mine, but not <laughs> in this sector. No, I have to watch the whole thing. I mean, I remember watching episodes of 24 and I literally, as I said earlier, I would be falling asleep, but I had to know. You had what to was, finish. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah, to watch yeah, the yeah. next episode. And again, we lived in a world where at the time there were no spoilers online and so on. So it was simpler to uh, watch the whole thing. I could yeah, wait for the whole tr- season. I mean, yeah, ended. very true. But again, Game of Thrones, I've had a few episodes ruined because of spoilers and, yeah i mean I, I again like i i'm not saying binging is a complete it's, it's completely bad but um um especially because of the world that we live in you're right because people seem to want to burst everybody's bubble and they yeah. want you know they, they want to ruin it and they want to spoil and they want to talk about it online because because of the immediacy thing but um i like having my pace patience tested when it comes to you know the cliffhangers and, and we're going to talk about cliffhangers yeah. later on yeah. in, in the episode but um I liked that uh, aspect of, of TV shows. I like having or being forced to kind of wait and and theorize and, I don't know, like talk about it with my friends. Like, oh, my God, did you see that? What do you think is going to happen? You know, like, blah, blah, blah. But, you, but know, like, you, could, you could do that at the end of the season. You could yeah, sit and but, talk and discuss it. Yeah, but th- there's also this, like, this keeping up with how the season is progressing is, is something that I also kind of like. Um, you know, but, but doesn't it progress again if you watch it one shot? Or I understand the the anticipation okay, part that I get, but let, okay, let, let me let me kind of yeah. express it in a different way. Westworld, for example, is a show that I cannot binge because there's so much to unpack in every episode yeah. that watching more than one episode at a time messes with my brain. I'm just like I I'm was that I. Ah, so much information. So like, I like having the weight and the week to week to kind of unpack and maybe go back and rewatch the episode and kind of nitpick. And maybe it's because I'm a storyteller. Like I watch them differently. I'm not simply watching shows just for pure entertainment. Like I literally break through everything and notice shots and notice colors and notice whatever. Like that's how my brain functions. So it could be that, but, um, you know, uh, um, one of the shows that I really enjoyed binging was Stranger Things. That show, or specifically season one, I watched in kind of in, in two days. Yeah. Uh, Cobra Kai was another. Yeah. 
Um, because the episodes were very short. Like, there were shorter episodes. Yeah. Like 20, 30, 30 minutes, the, 30 long, minutes. the longest episode. Was- so it just felt like kind of, you know, I just watched a 30-minute 30, 30 episode, and I'm used to watching an hour-long episode, so I might as well just kind of keep going. And yeah. I ended up, sorry, I ended up watching Cobra Kai in a matter of two days. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Uh, uh, I like absorbing and, and kind of letting something gestate in my brain and then nitpick and, you know. I, like, mean, I, I can understand with a show like Westworld, yeah, probably. You yeah. Mean, but, but a show like 24, a show like uh, Game of Thrones, I, I wouldn't have an issue, like, yeah. watching it within... One, yeah. two days. So, like, do you... do you, Okay, but you said you're not... You you don't wait with Game of Thrones because of spoilers. Yeah. Okay. If I could, I, I would, but because... We uh, should have Game uh, of Thrones night. Watch episodes sh- together. We should, we should. That would be fun. Next year. Yeah, yeah. You know, for, for the, I mean, because <laughs> it is the final season, so we yeah, might as well have, you know, something to celebrate. Yeah, and... It, uh, Maybe film our reactions for the show. Ah. Mm. Oh, I'll have a very neutral reaction. I don't react uh, to... You like, never no, react to no. anything. I always look at you during the movie, and you're just like... Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, it's in my head. It's all in my head. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like a what? You yeah. know, like a... Ooh. Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, literally, that, that's that, what I that do. That's scary, yeah. <laughs> So favorite TV episodes, I, 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 you know, writing that down in the outline, I was like, holy crap, like what, how are we going to remember our favorite TV episodes? But, um, here it is. It's on the rundown. So we got to deal with it. Um, favorite TV episodes, episodes from TV shows, uh, uh, could be anything, uh, 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 you know, some of our favorites. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a really unpopular, uh, probably an unpopular opinion, but one of my favorite, uh, episodes from friends is, I, think I know what you, where you're going. Uh, uh, one of my favorite episodes from friends is the, uh, uh, episode in, I believe it's season two. I believe it's season two. No. Not season two. I can't help you if I don't know what the episode is. Darn it. Yeah, I, I cannot remember the season. It's either season two or season uh, season three um, when Ross and Rachel first break up. I believe it is in... I think it's season two. I think it's season three. I'm not sure. No, it's, it's, it, it's in season two because then Ross ends up leaving at the end of the season in season... Or no, wait, I'm confused. Darn it. This makes us feel so... And we're supposed to be like the big Friends fans. Um, but it, it's one of my favorite episodes of Friends. Um, because it was a very human episode. Beautifully acted uh, uh, um, by uh, 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 Jennifer Aniston and, and David Schwimmer. And the humor in the episode was also contained with Phoebe, Monica, Chandler, and Joey in Monica's in room. room. Yeah, with the wax. Um, it's just such a beautifully crafted episode. It's a beautifully crafted episode. Um, yeah, it, it's a very third funny season. Episode. You're right. It third, is in yeah. the third season. Uh, it's called the the one where uh, um, Ross and Rachel uh, go on a break or take a break. We were on a break. Right. Right. That iconic line, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, definitely. It, it's, I, I'm actually, I agree with you. I, uh, in Friends, it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, the, them being stuck in the room, making these jokes, eating the wax. And then the, the, those scenes between Ross and Rachel, mm-hmm. 
Ah, so real. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Heart, and, yeah. And you feel yeah. that this is an actual breakup and you're concerned and you're worried and and people take sides. Some people are team Ross. Some people are team Rachel, which is, which is very interesting because the whole concept of friends, and I know I'm going a bit off topic here, but no. they are our friends. They're like, hey, did right. you see what Chandler did? Right. did? And did you see what Joey said and Phoebe and Monica? And, and so you feel concerned with these people. And when you, these friends break up, it's like someone within your group broke up. And it's like, you're right. What do I do? Who do I talk to? What do I say? So absolutely one of those... Uh, uh, amazing Friends episodes. Uh, and, and again, so beautifully written, so beautifully acted, so beautifully directed, um, just on point for me. Uh, and and uh, love, love, love that episode. What about you? I'm going to go for something a bit more recent. Okay. Um, it's actually uh, the first episode of This Is Us. Oh, and yes. I think you'll agree because we've talked about this before. Yes, yes, and yes. The first, so I'm going to kind of spoil the show I mean, it's, it's it's already in season three season, if you haven't seen exactly. it. Exactly. But what happens in the first uh, episode is that you're introduced, introduced to these characters mm -hmm. and you don't really know how they're connected. And then slowly you start to see that uh, some of them are siblings and then there's a couple and, 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 and nothing makes sense time-wise. Yep, yep, yep. And then at the end of the show... A massive twist. Twist so beautifully written and, and very smart and very witty. Very smart because he left you all the clues yeah. all throughout and but you just you never, you look did, at you never notice. You never look at them. You never notice. And then you just realize that the couple uh, who are, if I'm not mistaken, they're celebrating the, the father's birthday, Mandy Moore and right. uh, celebrating a birthday and whatnot. Milo and, and Amelia. Yeah, exactly. And, and then she gets pregnant and whatnot mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. on. You realize that these are the parents of the, the first three characters you see, the, the right. siblings. And everything comes together within a specific second in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The guy, if I'm not mistaken, offers him a cigarette. Right. And, and then you realize, you know, you can't smoke in a hospital. But back then, if that took place in the 80s or yeah, 70s. Yeah, things were different back then. Things were different. And it just hits you. And it makes sense. And it's so powerful. And it's so nice and entertaining. It's sweet. It has very, very soft comical uh, scenes. It has some very beautifully acted scenes. It has some kind of uh, more emotional scenes. And it kicks off a, sh a beautiful show very beautifully and very uh, effectively. I agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, another one of my favorite TV episodes of all time would have to be the first episode of The Newsroom. That first scene. The first episode as a whole yeah. for me, episode one of the newsroom is so well-crafted because of, uh, um, uh, because of the fact that the opening of the episode is so freaking yeah. powerful. I mean, it's still shared on YouTube all the time. True. Um, I just recently rewatched it. I felt like rewatching the newsroom. Um, I just recently rewatched it. And the episode is so relevant with all the stuff that they're talking about, about journalism and, you know, like how, how journalists aren't necessarily trustworthy anymore and people don't really trust the news anymore. Um, it's it's insane how relevant this this uh, the, this TV show still is, and the acting again. We go back to the acting: Jeff Daniels, Emily Mortimer, uh, such powerful performances. Dev Patel um, and Aaron Sorkin's writing, which I'm I'm psh, huge yeah. fan uh, of of Aaron Sorkin. 
uh, a massively powerful uh, uh, television episode for me. I'm gonna talk about another uh, another show. Uh, this is a, actually, I think it's an interesting example. Uh, so I'm gonna talk about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay. I'm not sure what season it was. I don't remember, but there's a specific episode where uh, Will Smith, uh, his father, comes back into the picture, mm-hmm. and uh, they spend some time together and whatnot. And at the end of the show, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Will Smith's father tells him we're gonna go on a trip, and then last second the father cancels and okay. leaves. And there is actually it's not even a. That episode, it's a specific scene okay. within an episode, which is a very funny show, very comical. And I think it's one of the most uh, emotional scenes I've seen in a sitcom. Right. Where Will Smith pulls off some amazing acting chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And where he goes to his uncle, Uncle Phil, the, the yeah. guy who's, uh, I, I grew up without him. I had 17 birthdays without him. Uh, I did all without him, and it, very, very proud. And then breaks down, and he goes, "Why doesn't he want me?" And then there's a huge embrace from Uncle Phil, and I, I actually am starting to have goosebumps just yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's Will Smith. At, I think at the peak within that show, uh-huh. it showed us that Will Smith can act. He's a talented. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's a talented artist. Uh, it shows you the bond between him and his, his uncle. What a powerful scene. What a powerful episode. Just hats off to this specific, even specific segment within that specific episode. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree that that, that was a um, powerful, powerful episode. Uh, it's been a really long time since I've seen the French, pres- uh, fresh, uh, fresh French. Prince of Bel-Air. Um, uh yeah, I mean, I, I love it when sitcoms are able to do this, when they're able to step out of... Uh, um, their comfort zone. Their comfort zone um, and and cater to more uh, emotional, heartfelt storylines. Yep. Golden Girls did that all the time. Yep. They had, uh, you know, episodes that were really, that really hit ho- uh, close to home. And I think in a lot of ways, this is why I like... Um, uh, 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 this is why I like that episode of um, uh, Friends, uh, the, the mm. breakup episode between Ross and Rachel, because of the fact that um, it was a human moment. It was a real moment. And uh, for a show that was so exaggerated, you know, the comedy that was so exaggerated and so over the top, it was a moment to take a breath and, and realize that, yes, those are still real characters. They're still real human beings. They can make mistakes. They're not perfect, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, I mean, it, it kind of links over yeah. between that Will Smith episode and, and uh, Friends. Um, one final one, yeah. favorite TV show episode, one final one. For me, it would have to be uh, uh, the season finale of, uh, um, uh, although that could be, mm, that misses up with, uh, with the next with thing we're going to talk about. So let me, let me think real quick. Um, another favorite episode of a TV show that I really liked. Oh. Okay. Okay, I have one uh, uh, from Alias, okay. uh, and it's a two-parter. Okay, it's a two-parter. It's uh, it's in season one, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It's in season one, and it's called The Box, and it's an episode that was directed by Quentin Tarantino. Two episodes that were directed by Quentin Tarantino, and he actually guest stars in, in them. Yeah, yeah, he's in them. 
so good. Um, and, and again, you know that I'm not a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he was so limited on television because he can't do all the things that he can normally do, um, I think it forced him to be creative in other ways. And I absolutely love this two-parter. You got to see... Um, you got to see a lot of Sydney and her father finally trying to work together. Uh, they were saving Saul, who's technically kind of the antagonist of the story at this point. Um, and the antagonist had another antagonist. So it was a lot of interesting, cool moving pieces. You know, like the, the um, um, shoot, what was the name of the agency? Ah, uh, oh, crap. I have a, I have watched the show, but I. Oh, no. Um. SD6. There we yes, go. Yes, SD6. SD6. Yeah, yeah. So everybody in SD6 was held hostage. It, I mean, like, very intense stuff. Um, very well-crafted episodes. They stick with me to this yeah. day, like, still. You know, like, the box part one, the box part two. Definitely. Uh, my, the last show I'm going to talk about as an episode which, which blew me away was the very first episode of Homeland. Oh, yes. Homeland is actually a, a very good show and has, I think been able to maintain a certain quality yeah. even though i do think they've that the had first, dips they've had dips but the first season was the most superior one yeah yeah absolutely and and the, the whole episode of finding it was like it was contained yeah it was very very finding yeah. him in the cave and and her starting to go a bit paranoid is mm -hmm, he uh, mm -hmm. a terrorist is he actually a soldier and that again going back to i like the specifics in sh in show so that last final scene where he's kind of moving his fingers mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. she focuses on that and she's like sending a code and when she, she she actually realizes that this guy is a threat this guy we have to hunt down and, and see what what he's gonna do and, and to me that's also very smartly written smartly acted directed and it's a very if you haven't watched homeland check at least at least check out the first season because yeah, I mean, we all judged them for season two's horrible representation of Beirut, but yeah. Uh, yeah. or Hamra. But um, overall, the show's done a pretty decent job of, you know, growing with the characters and, and upping the ante and and all that stuff. I do agree. But that opening, that, I mean, that opening episode is is it's massive. Really, really good. Yeah. Okay, now switching over to our favorite cliffhangers. Yeah. Um, and we're not talking just episode to episode. We're talking about like season finale cliffhangers. And I'm going to start with my top most favorite cliffhanger of all time. Go I'm going to start with the number one. Okay. I, I don't have them in any order. So. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with the number one for me. And it would have to be the season finale. Again, it's, it's from Alias, but it would have to be the season finale of season two from Alias, where Vaughn looks at Sydney and says, you've been missing for the past two years. And you immediately realize that there's a big chunk of time yeah. uh, uh, between one fade out and one fade in that is now... You know, we just did a time jump and we have no idea what happened to Sydney between fade out and fade in. And, you know, the look on Jennifer Garner's face, you know, uh, Vaughn is married. She's been missing for two years. Like, what the, f you know, yeah. like it was a big WTF moment. I remember flipping out while watching it live. Uh, still one of my favorite finales to this day, because what I liked about it is that J.J. Abrams didn't go into the whole, you know, like three years later, you know, like he didn't do that. He gave us the information as Sydney as was discovering was there, yeah, it. Yeah. And it was just such a slap to the face. Uh, um, very, very powerful season finale for me. All right. So I'm going to 
start with, I think it's an unpopular one, which I love. So, okay. So whatever, but I'm going to go for season seven of The Walking Dead. Okay. And that's I don't watch the show, so I, yeah, I wouldn't know. So, it. so, so quick uh, recap of what happens. The, the, Negan makes his first appearance. Oh, okay. And he captures everyone, and he has them down on their knees, and he has his bat called Lucille. Uh-huh. And he starts making these threatening remarks. Right. And he grabs the bat, and he bashes someone's head. Right. And you never see who that person is. Oh, my god. You gosh. see the bat coming on the camera. Right, so you just see that, but you don't know who, who he's actually hitting, and that's how the season ends. And there were speculations of who was killed off, and for a whole season you had to wait. And again, talking about me being impatient, yeah, I died for a year, <laughs> like not knowing who killed who, and there were a lot who of, died. And and what's interesting is the opening of season eight is actually he kills off one person, which is not the a very main character, but okay. Uh, and you think, okay, that's it. And then he kills off one of the main characters yeah, right after. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's where fans started to not like the show because it was too much. But I, it didn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, we live in the we live in the world of Game of Thrones, guys. Yeah. Like main characters die off. Get yeah. used to it. Uh, get used to it. Um, uh, yeah. Second season finale that I really enjoyed. Uh, and try, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, of of a season finale that really kept me on my toes that I absolutely enjoyed, um, and, and you know, there's is it weird? Are you feeling like this jumble of like trying to remember all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I have a few written down. So oh, I good, good, myself good, for good, this. good. That was the one episode that yeah. I was not fully like yeah, yeah. fully prepped for today. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to remember off a whim. Um, uh, of, of, of season finales that I, uh, absolutely enjoyed. Um, to be, to be quite honest, um, uh, it's, it's the first thing that's popping to my head right now. Uh, um, it's the, uh, again, we're going back to friends. Um, um, it's, uh, the, the season finale. I believe it's the season finale I of, is, I have, the, I have one. So I think it's the same one. I have a feeling it's the same one. It's the uh, I Ross take the Emily. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that for me that was Se- that's season an, four. Uh, yeah, season four. That's an epic epic finale yeah, for that's me. That's like yeah. Um, uh, great way to to, to end a season. Uh, hilarious and at the same time daunting. Yeah. Um, and so beautifully executed by David Schwimmer again and and full cast and crew. That episode as a whole is just a really good finale episode. Um, so that that's my second one. Yeah, that, well, that was my second one, so I'm going to move on to my third one. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then after that, I'm, I'll have to think of something, too. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, you could like it for a different reason. I don't know well, if you like it for the same reasons that I, I mean, do. I, I like it for the whole mechanics of the, the whole episode. If I'm not mistaken, Monica and Chandler hook up in that yes, episode. Yes, very true. So that's also yeah, very, yeah. like, fun and funny. Yeah, And yeah. then... Uh, Hey, hey, uh, J- Phoebe on the phone. Phoebe everybody's the, uh, everybody's reaction. Ra- Rachel just, coming to tell Ross I love you, then realizing that she shouldn't, and then the whole turn of events. Mm-hmm. Joey missing, watching Cheers, and uh, missing the the United States. Right, uh, right, so, right. So, so like fantastic, episode. beautifully crafted, beautifully crafted. I'm gonna go for like a, I think probably a more cliche one, but what the heck? I love this. Uh, uh, it's uh, season six of Game of Thrones when they kill Jon Snow. Oh, that was in season six. Yeah, season six. Season six? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Season five. No, season six, episode 10, Mother's Mercy. 
That's what I. Season what, six, episode ten had was 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 it Mother's Mercy? Yeah. Let 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 me double check. Double check because I believe he died at the end of season five. Because season six had a different uh, season six had the light of the seven. So that was my favorite finale. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. It's loading. Season, let's see, yeah, season six finale is not Mother's Mercy. There's no way Ooh, that's Mother's Mercy. Season five. Yeah, season you're five. You're right, you're right. Yeah, because season six finale is the, wind of, uh, the yeah. winds of winter. Yeah, my bad. It's all right. But it's the one where they kill Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it's such a WTF moment. Yep, yep, yep. And then the whole speculation of is he alive? How will he come back to I life? I mean, all is of us dead? knew he wasn't dead, yeah. but... Yeah, but uh, and there was this really funny meme at, at Martyr Square. Some chick put the picture of Jon Snow yeah, with candles. With candles on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Lebanon, we, yeah. Had, we had some really hardcore fans. Yeah, but, but it some was... Some seriously it, hardcore fans. But it was a very good episode because, uh, you, again, Game of Thrones is one of those shows that keeps on surprising you and you never know what's going to happen and how it's going to unfold. And that was like a shocker. That was Jon Snow, the... The, the guy that most people root for, the, the, the champion. The, and then, okay, let's just get all the knights, uh, knightsmen. Uh, watch. Uh, Night the, the watch, Night's Night's watch. watch. Knightsmen is the movie. Uh, the Night's Watch come and like, stab him and blew my mind. It yep. literally blew my mind. And again, I had to wait for a year. and Never a good thing. No, not for me. Never a good thing. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite... Again, uh, my last favorite uh, season finale here is Game of Thrones season six, okay. The Winds of Winter. Okay. And it started with, with Cersei blowing up the Sept. Yeah. Um, um, it started with, with Cersei blowing up the Sept, uh, ended with Arya killing... Uh, uh, um, what's his name? What's yeah. his face? Um, it was just a beautifully jam-packed episode. Um, I'm trying to look at... Sir, I mean, Daenerys makes uh, Tyrion her... her her, uh, hand, her hand of the hand of the queen, um, um, the Tower of Joy. Finally, it is revealed that Jon Snow is is uh, 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 um, uh, what do you call it? A Stargarian, yeah. uh, half Stark, half Targaryen. Um, you know the death of Marjorie Tyrell. Uh, so many different. Uh, 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 um, revelations uh, You know the, Dorn gets a final bow out Because obviously They completely mishandled Dorn um, You know Just just crazy Arya's back in Westeros It's insane uh, It was beautifully crafted And again You can't go wrong With that opening scene Of the episode With Cersei blowing up the sept Yeah That is an epic Epic scene Musically uh, uh, Directorially Visually it's insane. Isn't it also the episode where she gets the shame lady and ties her down? And yes. Then and then she her. walked away, goes, yeah. shame, shame, yeah. shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Payback. Is, is a B. Yeah. Is a giant B. Uh, we, we're sort of merging our, our segment of our unforgettable scenes. Uh, we're merging it with uh, uh, maybe some of our unforgettable characters or characters that we've totally enjoyed uh, um, via TV shows. Um so I'm going to go ahead and, and jump right in and, and get this ball rolling. Um, I think an unforgettable scene for me, uh, since we're in the Game of Thrones mood, uh, would be uh, Ned Stark's death. 
Yeah. Uh, that is an unforgettable scene for me. Um, uh, it's, it's, I think it's the moment that really set the tone for Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, don't get attached to anybody uh, because they will die. Um, you know, it really set the stage. It really showed us that this is a show that is... Uh, um, that deals with consequences, that deals with, uh, uh, you know, when you play the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. And that's kind of why, in a lot of ways, I love the first four seasons of the show. Not that I don't like season five, seasons five and on, but they've just lost something. They've lost the weight uh, uh, and the depth that the first four seasons had for me. Okay. Yeah. For me, for me, I'm gonna go to a more recent show for for the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to Stranger Things season one. Ooh, okay. I'm not sure what episode it is, but it's the scene where uh, what's his name? Not Will, the, the 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 other kid, the kid from It. Yeah. Okay. He starts to get beaten up next to a cliff. Yes. And, and then he gets pushed off. He gets pushed off, and uh, Eleven, Eleven saves, saves the day. And pops him, lets him fly out, and then Dusty's there, and uh, Lucas. And then she breaks one of the kids' arms. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's that that quote by Dusty. She's 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 our friend, and she's crazy or something. I forgot what the exact quote yeah, was, yeah, but yeah. but it was it, it's it's a hilarious scene. It really characterizes Stranger, think, Stranger Things. Things yeah, for, yeah, it, yeah. It reminds you of that nostalgic kind of 1980s Goonies and Stand by Me. Uh, so scene I really enjoy. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, why don't we jump into and start talking about some of our favorite characters from oh, TV shows? Yeah. Uh, just a little bit here. Um, and they don't have to be the leading characters either. Yeah. Uh, they can be side characters. Uh, I'm going to start with, with, with one. Um, and for me, one of my favorite characters of a TV show uh, would have to be none other than Walter Bishop from Fringe. Oh, Walter, that voice. Yes. Um, Not only is he an awesome actor, but the character of Walter is just so layered and complex. And you love him, you want to hug him, but sometimes he's just a tad too freaky. Yeah. Um, And he played him so well. Um, Walter's everything. And it, you know, the finale... The finale of the show with him walking off is just so heartbreaking. Yeah. (laughs) It's so, so heartbreaking. Uh, I shed a tear. I remember watching it and I shed a tear. Um, Yeah. I mean, Walter Bishop, definitely a fave of mine. I agree. Actually, he is a fantastic character. And again, his voice is just, I don't know why I always hear Walter. Yeah. uh, for, for me, I'm going to go, I think you know where I'm going. I'm going to, towards the land of friends, and I'm going towards Mr. Chandler Bing. Mr. Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing. Because Ch- of Chandler. Bong. Chandler Bong. <laughs> because of all his sarcasm and wittiness and insecurities and... Uh, Could you uh, be any more cliche? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is my favorite Friends character. I mean, I love all of the Yeah, the, yeah, the, for the sure, for sure, for sure. David Schwimmer is a fantastic actor, I think, in terms of physicality. He's the, probably the best actor on the, on the role, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. on the show. Uh, Jennifer Aniston and so on. But for me, Chandler, his, his, his inability of talking to women properly and the, the, the situations he's put in... Crack me up. And his one-liners, I, I, oh, they're absolutely. some of the best 
one lines, uh, one liner jokes in the show are definitely Chandler's, and and it melts your heart when he ends up with Monica. And I just, I'm Team Chandler. Yeah, go Chandy, go Chandley, Chandley, Chandy. What? No. Um. Okay, I'll do one more. Yeah. I'll do one more. Um, I'm going to say uh, uh, um, one of my favorite television characters uh, would have to be, um, and this one's a tie, and they're very different characters, but I love them both uh, equally the same. They're from ve- they're very different shows. Um, the one on the one hand, I've got Robert Ford, who's played by Anthony Hopkins mm-hmm. uh, on Westworld. Okay, um, I love him. Mm-hmm. He's such a cool character. Uh, very again, very twisted. Um, and the other is um, uh, Cop Gone Rogue from the Chicago trilogy uh, on Chicago PD. Okay. Uh, it, would, uh, it would have to be Voight, uh, who's kind of the main actor. He's got this very, like, raspy voice. Um, but he's a cop. He's, he sort of reminds me of Jack Bauer. The, the, you know, I will do whatever it takes to get you know, to save this victim or to get this bad guy or whatever. Very complex, again, very layered, very complex. Uh, you're getting the idea. I love yeah. very complex layered characters. Um, so, you know, you've got Walter Bishop, you've got Robert Ford, who are both psychotic scientists, and then you've got Rogue Cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Why not? Why not? Uh, I'm going to go for, for someone, the show I mentioned earlier, but I'm going to go for Carrie from... Uh, Homeland. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about Laird. Exactly. Extremely Laird character. Uh, Claire Danes is, is, is just wow. Yeah, her. I mean, her wow. acting chops her, are just insane. Her eyes. She has that look, that yes, crazy. Man, yes. When she loses, she can her, she can do crazy really when well. When <laughs> she loses it, she loses. She it. can do crazy really well. And when and when she's overanalyzing and get getting into the small details and trying to figure out what's going on. Wow, again, very layered character. Uh, not very lovable, not very likable. She does no. some, some, some. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, this yeah. is why she's such a powerful character. This is why I like her because she's not. Miss Goody Two Shoes or Miss Excellent or Miss uh, I Do No Wrong. No, she messes up a lot. Mm-hmm. Very real, raw character. Okay, yeah, that's so. A- here's a tough question then. Okay, final question before Tom we, Cruise. No, before sorry. we before we sign off. <laughs> what is your favorite? Don't do it. TV series of all time. <laughs> I can't answer. It's like the f- favorite movie. I can't. I, can't, I cannot do that. I, I, what is your okay? Then then here's here. Like, what I is your you what some, is your go to like. what is your go to TV series that you will put on Friends. whenever it's Friends, Friends for yeah. you? Friends. Okay. okay. I, it could be at any time. It could be any episode, any season, any character, anything. I could be halfway through an episode. It's on TV. I'm watching it on DVD. I don't. My I will watch Friends on and on. And I think there's so many people like that. Yeah. Uh, is it my favorite show? It's one of my favorite shows. Okay. There, there are a lot of excellent TV shows. Uh, to me, Game of Thrones is is what it did in yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the not TV show, the the, the series. Yeah, called, series. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Things. There are a lot, a lot of really good things. Narcos. The first season was impeccable. Yeah. So it, it, the list is is so long, and it depends on your mood. It depends on what very you true, want to watch. Very true. Very true. Very true. How about you? The go-to series, The Office. The Office. Okay. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. I mean, I love Friends, and yeah. I've seen 
the show from beginning to end. Uh, um, and that's how I normally like to watch Friends. I don't like to randomly pick an episode. Yeah. I like to just go through it all Okay. Uh, whenever I watch it. Um, whereas The Office, I could just, I mean. Yeah. And, and however, uh, The Office seasons one through seven. Okay. Those are the ones, those are my go-to seasons. Uh, eight and nine, I mean, I watch them, but they're not my go-to seasons because yeah. Michael Scott's gone. And for me, that's, the show ended when Michael yeah. left. Um, without any disrespect to any of the yeah. other actors or, or the storylines or the writers. But Michael, Michael, Ma- Michael Scott was the heart of the show, dude. Like, um, so The Office is, is that for me. But another go-to series that I really love would have to be The West Wing. Uh, yeah. the West wing, I, I loved, uh, the West wing so much. Uh, I, I, I love the show again, Aaron Sorkin. There was so much more stuff I wanted to talk about, about TV shows, like see, you know, shows that were canceled too soon we, we and, could do, we could do, and do that, but we're going to do, we're going to do like, we'll come back to it, we'll, we'll back to it. because we also had another topic that we didn't really discuss, which is the changing landscape of TV shows. Yeah. Um, but, but that takes so much, we, there's so much to unpack with that. So it'll be good with, you know, shows that were canceled too soon, maybe shows that la- have lasted That's too long. Long. Yeah. Um, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Um, <laughs> uh, so we'll probably do another TV show oriented episode, spotlight yeah. episode soon. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Alan Mahana and had dot solo. You can also check us out on our website at www.scripttoscreenpod.com. Also our Facebook page, facebook.com slash script to screen pod. You can also listen to us on and Rami, Spotify, Podbean, Podchasers. You can watch us on YouTube and watch our script to screen conversations on Facebook and listen to them on the podcast as well. We want to thank you guys for tuning in every Friday and every Saturday. Y'all are such loyal fans. Yeah, we love y'all. It's like the TV show that you cannot binge unless you're using one of the podcast apps. Yeah. That's how you can binge us. Whoa. (laughs) Or binge listen to us. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, moving on. Moving on. um, I I hope you guys are enjoying uh, uh, the the new seasons uh, that are currently on the air right now. Shoot us a message, a DM about what your favorite TV shows are, uh, what you're currently watching. We would love to share that uh, uh, with the listeners again uh, the next time we do a TV episode. Um, You know, it's exciting. We want you guys to be engaging with us. Um, You know, whenever you guys have done that, we've, we've, talked about it on the show definitely we've mentioned what you guys have messaged to us or commented etc etc so we do love interacting with you guys so keep it up keep it up do it just do Do it it. on that note we're gonna uh, leave you with a massive cliffhanger with a massive secret with a massive twist that you're not gonna see coming and that twist is Hi, I'm Alan. And I am Hat Solo. And together we can rule the galaxy. Uh, That might take too much time. Let's talk about films and TV instead. That makes sense. Join us at 3 p.m. every Friday for Script to Screen Spotlight and Saturday for the Script to Screen News Hour. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. 
Made to be heard.